Coffee at Collier's, let's all sit down and have a chat. We'll talk and talk and talk some more until we all get fat. Be happy or sad or glad or mad, you can talk to us. Open your heart and mind, anything you want we can discuss. Welcome to the, the next installment of uh, Coffee with Colliers. Today we're joined by Victoria Patterson from the Mayfair Group. Hello, well, thank welcome. you very much for inviting me today, guys. And uh, unfortunately, we also have David Minari back on the pod. Welcome back, David. Thank you very much for inviting me, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Victoria, we just want to start off, um, just, uh, well, just briefly, just... Uh, Sorry, can we just interject? Aaron is wearing a burgundy tie, <laughs> which he is fully living up to his character, Aaron Burgundy. I love it. Uh, I think it's the truth. <laughs> it's very, it's very nice. Man. This is his persona. He does a very sort of hard voice into the, the microphone, but this is definitely your, your Ron Burgundy persona. You used to have a three-foot suit back in the day. It doesn't fit me anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it was I a, would love to see the three-piece suit. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lady suit. Anyway, was a, sorry, Aaron, you were saying um, No, we just want to start a couple of questions for Victoria, mm-hmm. um, if you're happy enough. Um, Victoria, obviously you are now in the world of property development, okay, but mm-hmm. that's not exactly how you started out um, no. you obviously your family background was probably more the health sector but you personally started out down the hospitality route that is correct well I feel like my family does everything from healthcare houses you know just the necessities in life but my first thing was the coach nightclub and the fly in Belfast so yeah. Yeah. like the queen of clubs I absolutely loved it um, yeah. I do still miss it to this day I remember was... the coach nightclub when it was a shithole yeah, <laughs> but you came into uh, to be fair, and you turned it around completely, yeah. and you've brought in big DJs and crowds sort of coming in. That must have been quite an interesting transition because when I was a kid, you'd have gone there. I mean, this is a long time ago. You'd have gone there on a bus to Bambridge or whatever, <laughs> uh, and it was it was pretty mental night out. You know, it, it was. was, it was sorry, yeah. Let me say it again. It was a pretty incredible night out. Uh, so. How did you turn? How did you turn around? You know, obviously there's some totally. serious capital investment. What, what was, well, money was like the key, definitely. When we went in, there was paint all over the walls. Like there wasn't a proper sound system. There was really there was no lights. You know, so a lot of DJs wouldn't have played the venue because you do have to have the setup. So yes, the capital was so important, which it is in any business. So that was number one. And um, number two is we got a great management company in. Um, my mentor who. Still to this day, he taught me so much. Um, a girl called Jill, actually. and I know Jill. You yeah. do? Yeah, 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 of course. Yes, she was in the industry for years. And um, she taught me a lot of really everything I needed to know. And our first booking was actually with, um, Nicky Romero. Wow. Yeah, so he was oh, number wow. four in the world at that time. Yeah. yeah, so it was lovely. And then that just followed like Will Sparks, Australian DJs. You know, it was incredible. We had Nicky, um, no, not Nicky, Pete Tong. Yeah, Which would be yeah. more, well, not your age group, David, but... <laughs> well, I'm uh, sorry, that, that was the only name you said that I actually recognised to her. If you said, like, you know, yeah. Terry, Terry Wogan or my other favourite mm. DJs, but... <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, no, I loved it, and I still, we actually still own the site, mm. so there's a lot of rumours going around that we've sold it, and do you want to guess what it's going to become? My understanding was, rumour I heard, is a social housing site. Okay, well, that's hopefully for down the line, but you know what? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going to be a church... Wow. Yeah. <laughs> a religious yeah. centre. That's just something which Bambridge needs. Yeah, suspect. totally. So they're going to have it in the interim. 
for the next sort of two years while well, obviously we start our planning process because we all know how yeah. horrific planning is in Northern Ireland. Um, yeah, well, no offence to anyone. But that's a separate uh, podcast episode for a different day. <laughs> it is, but yeah. I, I don't know if, I've, if there's enough time to run a podcast not well, to. Yeah. So um, that's what's going to be. But no, I'm looking forward to obviously going, they're going to have a food On bank. On a Sunday? I actually want to go, even even though I'm not religious. Like I actually they do a food bank on every Sunday where they you know people can come in and get you're not you you need to wipe that smile off your face. But I am looking forward to it, and I feel like it's some sort of like giving back. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you feel maybe? Yeah, yeah no, very much. So. Before the um pod, I was actually chatting with Dave about your grant. Uh, Maggie, I remember whenever we we'd done the transaction, no one ever really gave agents a gift, but yeah. she came in with a bottle of fizz for everybody in the office, and I always remember that. No one ever um, gave Aaron gifts. Yeah, no one ever <laughs> gave. Could I just cut in yeah. when I was in there? I gave gifts every week. People, so uh, yeah, clearly you were a better agent then. <laughs> then, um, yeah. um, but just out of curiosity, uh, has has Maggie been a an inspiration to yeah, you? Yeah, she's my main inspiration. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I obviously, as you know, I live next door to her. Yeah. So, well, her obviously my grandparents, my grandfather as well included in this. But I see her every single day. Yeah. And she is my sounding board for everything in business. She was a, a very successful businesswoman she, in her own right. She's successful, yeah. Yeah. And um, she's just so funny. Like, she's blunt, as you know. Yeah. And she just says it how it is. And she's definitely been... A, I would say my main inspiration for well, I have to say my dad as well, don't I? I can't, <laughs> yeah. you know, I can't. But no, I mean, obviously, do as he, well. he would have listened. To yeah, definitely. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I, I tell your grandmother, as you know, when I sold an original house, she were in, she was beside. Remember, years yes. and years and years ago, number five. I sold, and um, it struck me that she was the boss. Oh yeah, the, the matriarch. One, there's no question about that. Yeah. I would have thought your dad and Jamie would have looked up to her. Yeah, they she, did. No, no disrespect to Gordy, but no, Maggie totally. is the boss. I yeah. would have thought. With, uh, totally, no, totally. And did she not start the original company, which yeah, was quite well, unique were, in those days? Yeah, they were plumbing. So my dad, as you know, was a plumber. Yeah. So was Jamie, and they started up a plumbing company called GP GM no, GP for Gordon Patterson. Yeah, GP Plumbing, and yeah. oh, as you know. It was successful, but you do not make a lot of money in cheap in plumbing in regards to that. So it was when Maggie Thatcher was in power and it's she sort of said about doing um, nursing homes that you could be privately run. We really do, as I said, everything and anything. And now dad's totally out of the building and he's now doing energy. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's... So us. Maggie originally cornered a sector of the market which was open. And yes. she went into forming this company which was all about healthcare. That's right, yeah. That's very interesting, and I would have thought in those days, um, it would be more difficult for and I'm, I'm a woman. I'm not, but yeah, well, I I, yeah. I mean exactly that. But I would have thought. I mean, this would have been in the seventies, eighties, wouldn't totally, it? Totally, yeah. So it would be much more difficult then. Mm -hmm. I mean, what a woman to sort of start all that. I know, and it really is like they used to even have a wee bathroom company, and she would even say today, you know, people coming in and having to, you had to sell so many kitchens or so many sinks and taps and. Mm -hmm. She's like, I just had her, you know, her heart broke so many times. So yeah. it hasn't been the most easiest ride in all of our careers. You know, it's yeah. definitely been a team effort. Well, well, you're talking about your career, touching the hospitality, but now you're very much focused on the property, the property aspect of it with um, Mayfair Zero as well, yeah, which okay. um, I quite like. You guys are, in my view, one of the organisations anyway, definitely pioneering the whole mm -hmm. green aspect mm -hmm. of solar panels, car charging points, etc., etc. 
Um, I mean, that's actually led to a few awards for you, which we've, we've, yeah, that's we've, true. we've, we've dug out here your trophy cabinets already starting to fill up with 2018 you were young NI director of the year. You must have read their website. Uh, yeah, I'm going to continue reading <laughs> that website. Victoria actually emailed us all these just and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> But, but May, Mayfair, well, you also picked up another personal award last year with, in the Ulster Tatler's NI Businesswoman of the Year, mm-hmm. which is exceptional. But Mayfair Group as well have now been recognised uh, in London with the UK Residential Developer of the Year 2021. That's right. So and NI as well, yeah. yeah. No, That's, totally. Yeah. Like, to be honest with you, the Mayfair Sierra thing, we'll go on to that first. Um, I was on a panel last week for the Built Environmental Network and I was getting asked quite a lot of questions because obviously a lot of developers do not want to be putting on a lot of energy equipment because it's very expensive. So, sure. you know, at the end of the day, they build a house, sell it. Like, I totally understand why builders do not want to really do it. So because of our energy company, we're able to make the figures work. And that's the truth. Um, and right. I just want to be, I am very open very and honest. Very relevant to today's market. But it totally is. Yeah. And like, even with, I've seen with different buyers, like um, with our Moira One development, that's obviously EPC grade A rated. So it's eight panels. You're not going to mention Moira One. We're not on that development. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, no, but I think the buyer's mentality is, really changing rapidly as well i think a buyer's prepared to pay a few extra quid to they get are. the green yeah because a lot you of them know? are going for upgrades like different battery upgrades um yeah. Yeah. which i was really shocked about because you know what it was really the news that helped market that whole thing like every single day rising costs rising increase you know and um but it is definitely a marketing technique yeah, I mean, you look at look now how many people discuss in the office david about getting an electric car you know hypothetically yeah. So you're just saying, we need the car charging points. You know, you need yeah, totally. percent pamphlet. So I mean, definitely, I think. Uh, well, you guys, are, are, you, I mean, your your team are ahead of the curve. Yeah, the thank you very much. But I'm seeing the synergy here between Maggie originally back in the seventies, eighties, and now yeah. you're looking at a different sector of the market. You're trying to get into what's it's commendable, but obviously yeah. it's. Apple doesn't fall too far from the tree in that respect. Well, you always have to try to be ahead of the curve, and the saying is, if a if a bandwagon has passed, well, it's already gone. You've seen it, like yeah. it's. You have to try to be ahead of the curve yeah. with what's coming up in today's market. Um, just we touched on a few of your family members, but mm-hmm. uh, as you know, I would I know I know, well, I know your family. I know your younger brother Max quite yeah, well. Max. Yeah, he's very good mates. My brother-in-law. And they both have a very interesting. They've been friends for years. Probably. Yeah, since yeah. well, I mean, I I've known since he was in school. Um, anyway, but just just given the banter with Max is <laughs> yeah. your dad's good fun. How? How is it as a family dynamic working all together in a business? Do you have these oh, arguments is... in the kitchen at night? Is oh, yeah. it is it every night? Hugs is even it, like, is like it as great, I told you, know? you, like I'm hungover today, um, because we're all <laughs> drinking last night, and my father and I are, pro- are very similar in personality, so we would clash. And I think that sometimes as well, like he thinks, you know, he's like, "Don't tell me how to suck eggs," you know, sort of thing. But the what we do do is we let everybody in the company do what they're best at, but. He has said that Mayfair is now my baby and he's obviously went into the energy because it was like building bores me, property bores me. I don't like dealing with builders anymore and he loves energy. So he's now went into that and he really lets me just do what I want to do. That would say stop any fights or, you know, sort of, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I think it's you healthy. Have your it's, it's really healthy. Them, you yeah, know, oh, no, totally. I think you've got a very passive relationship and you just keep mm. agreeing with each other. I, I think you've got to challenge each other and, and to be fair, I've known Don for a long time and he's he's mm-hmm. great crack, but he's he's not stupid, like you know, no. he, he knows his onions. So 
I would have thought he's a very good sounding board for you to have. You know, totally. It, especially within that industry. Yeah, I sound as much as I can. Uh, you know, totally every, every night I'd be like, right, what do you think of this? You know, what should we do here? And um, yeah, no. Construction, funding, all yeah, these things. Yeah, but are, funding is definitely yeah, tricky. It's a huge difference. Uh, yeah. You know, and um, buying sites, yeah, totally. So what I um, think going forward is my sister is now working alongside my dad a lot more. She's went into the energy company as well. Just because it's expanding at a rapid rate, so I've lost my right hand woman, which I'm pretty gutted about. She was so helpful for me, and then my brother's on the sites every day. That's right, yes. Well, yeah. as someone who is Aaron's right hand woman every day, so I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's alright. Uh, what I was going to say there was you, you touched on that. I know your your family's got a lot of land banking land mm-hmm. that they had bought previously, and how do you find? Obviously, you're a woman in business in 2022, which is unique because you're heading up a development company. Mm-hmm. And it's probably still a very male-dominated industry. How are you finding the uh, issues with construction and development mm-hmm. in, the, in the current market? Well, we're quite lucky in the sense with a large land bank at the moment, David. So that's good. And we were we bought them at a good rate because it was obviously back in different um, years where land was a little bit cheaper. But now I would definitely say the lack of sites in the market are available. Um, planning, big issue, cost of building supplies lack of men um like there's a lot you know to touch on and as you said it could be a podcast for every single one of them i think there's a difficulty would it be fair to say that if you're presented with a patch of land yeah it's it's great well and everything else but you try and start to calculate how much that's going to cost me to build you've got this Mm. ever moving building cost at the moment which is just going north instead of south more than anywhere any direction you've got issues with infrastructure on the consent to discharge or this article 161 mm-hmm. it's just i mean it's not easy people article i think from the outside go well you know you're a developer you're building lots of houses life must be brilliant you but make it's, lots of money and they really that. don't understand that you know it's it's a really slow process yeah and like sometimes you don't make as much money as what you think you're going to make yeah. and that's the reality of it and there's more and more hurdles from the outside looking in anyway yeah. if from an agent's perspective there is you know you've building control changes this year come through as well so totally. you've, you've constantly got these hurdles in front of yeah, you even so like we were discussing this morning that Antrim Road site you know we were going to sell that because we were like this it's a really tricky one to build and also at the same time you know you can just lose money there's actually one site at the minute we're building for social housing we're not going to make any money on it yeah. Not one yeah. penny. I actually think we'll end up losing money, but we've agreed it with social housing, so we are going You're to not do it. You're an egg on the agreement. Yeah, no, which no, is of course not, because you have to. And we are really building our, you know, Mayfair social arm. I actually think it might even take over our private. Well, that's an interesting segue because you and yeah. Ben going into Mayfair social, we've obviously touched on the energy. So clearly, your family is hedging their bets in different sectors of the market. Definitely. So when one is slower, you've the got other another one, one to draw you. from. So yeah. the energy thing's emerging. Development, as you know, is has its own problems at the minute mm-hmm. in terms of build cost and you just you just discussed that with us yeah. um, but then the social side of it is what you're building and I've had the pleasure of meeting Brigini Worksby yes and she's got huge um, experience in the social she field. definitely does how's that been for your, your company great I love having another female that actually like runs that section you know mm-hmm. I would say Mayfair definitely it's very female orientated um and she's doing a great job. We just acquired a new site, actually. Um, she's for a strong property family. She is, yeah, her brother. yeah. Totally. And um, no, she's just leaps and bounds. And I hope to keep, we, well, we hope to have her part of the Mayfair family for for the foreseeable future, indeed. So, no, well, it's It sounds great. like she's, um, she's killing dead things in there. Oh, she is. Yeah. yeah, totally. Slightly off property topic now. 
right, okay. to, to, to finish us off we were both um, well in fact firstly actually just we, let me touch on social media because I, I quite like people who get themselves out there I know, you know where you're going with I this don't, well no I'm not yeah. I'm not it's more just a general comment that yeah. I, I do I do like it I mean this is part and parcel of the reason why I suppose oh, we're doing this podcast is to get out there mm-hmm. you might get a bit of stick you might get a bit of stick online from our mates and videos we do and yeah. x y and z have you encountered any issues with social media do you get any okay any well to be honest just i find it very cringe like i sometimes i cringe at myself all the time when i put myself out there right and that is the truth and I, even a lot of people have said to me like why do you do it you don't really need to do it you don't need to enhance the profile but i have actually found it to be really useful helpful Touch would have never had any hate yeah. as such, or that or that I know of. Um, so I would like to keep it that way. Yeah. Um, but no, I really enjoy it. It's a hobby. I've obviously just I started posting about our developments, and then the followers sort of just started racking up. And then it's been a good avenue for us to promote our products. If yeah, it's energy, absolutely. if it's and it's the cheapest way to advertise well, as well. You know. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, we advertise art bombs that's what I'm saying today I think guys it's a sign of the times when I started the industry you're sticking photographs on bits of paper and and typing out brochures directly I understand that sound very old and I look obviously so fresh faced (laughs) it's hard to understand but the reality is that today people don't advertise in papers. <laughs> no, do you, people, you know, do you still print out? Well, no, you actually maybe you probably do still print out brochures. Well, I think less and less. Yeah. You know. Le- yeah, less and less. Exactly. We we need now would have a, a PDF version online, yeah. downloadable. You're not seeing WhatsApping people. I'll just yeah. WhatsApp to you. Now. I know. Oh, that's WhatsApp. great. And, you know, yeah. so it, it, yeah. I think social media is such an important sales tool. I think the the difference is obviously you can go an industry and a business like we are like you are. Yeah. It's then the personal content like if I put up a picture of me in pants playing a guitar, you know, people yeah. are gonna call me. Which no one would ever want to see. <laughs> that would I know. Be a horrible, horrible I mean, image. Sometimes it has to be done. <laughs> yeah. Um and finally, uh, Victoria, we ask we're gonna ask the same question to every guest. Dave has been asked this question, but uh, we're keen to hear your answer. If you could pick a plot anywhere in the world to build your dream house. Where would it be, and who would you want to live there with? And who no. would I want to live there with? You can't pick your boyfriend. Okay. <laughs> well, think about that for a minute before you answer, by the way. Okay, well, totally, you see, in Northern Ireland, right now, I love where I live. I couldn't think of a better site. So that's fact. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I could not, like, I could not think of a better site, but... So like, so let's let's say you can have a holiday home then. Yeah, no, 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 I'm not, um, this is what I was getting to. But I do want to live in California. I have 10 okay. years. No, no, we have we all have a plan, by the way. I have 10 years to work my ass off. And I hope to have enough money when I'm 40 that I'll be able to move. That's fact. No, um, like, I'm going to have everything built out. Who's flying over with you? <laughs> who's living there? Well, I, I think my dad may move. I don't know. I'm sort of considering okay. that he will. My sister is a yes. I don't know if my brother's going to end up meeting somebody. Probably Northern Irish women are like mermaids. They sort of bring all the men back here to like live and stay. <laughs> you know? Um, so, which I have, very good swimmers. <laughs> Um, but I would love to live in California, Newport Beach. So I know what plot of land I would buy. It'd be in Baboa Island. And goodness, but you really have thought about this. Oh no, I do. But I need a lot of money. Like, sorry, Victoria, could you please be more specific? <laughs> <laughs> Latitude, longitude. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, you're looking fifteen million for one oh house. Oh my good lord! Like it is really expensive. Like I even think who's the guy Nicholas Cage with the dinosaur head? He bought one of the plots, <laughs> and he lost it because he couldn't afford it. And I, you know, I, I think he obviously had like. You know, other so you yeah, yeah. trying to buy from. Oh God, I wish. <laughs> Jesus, there's no sort of thing. It's a stress asset. What kind of house would you build on? 
so like obviously Dejun that you both know and he does a lot in the area you know control Congressville Hollywood um, I do love his style of house. Now, there is a thing that's always been said, well, you know, if, if you know a Dejun house, it's just if you drive past it, just by the yeah. style. So he is yeah. very much, I don't know if that's a positive or a negative, <laughs> but he is, but anyway. It's um, positive. It's a, it is a positive, because he does that many houses, I yeah. guess. Um, oh, no, I very much like him. But style, I love Palladian. I love that Art yeah. Deco Palladian style. I think it's classic, and it'll never date. yeah. yeah. You know, it, and yeah. that's the fact. You want something that's never going to go out of fashion, and there's so many like sort of trends going about at the minute where it's like you know different styles. You know, there was navy kitchens that we were putting into loads, but you just don't know if they're going to go out of date. Yeah, that navy's gone nearly to green now. Yeah, it's dark green. Yeah, oh, that olive um, green. Yeah, I thought yeah, yeah, too. yeah. So it seems to be in color, yeah. but these these trends change. But if you did you rightly say keep it classic, classic, classic look. Yeah. Like look at Rome, that never yes. goes. Like look at the architectures in Rome, that never goes out of date. Yeah. And um, who, you haven't answered who you live with. It, doesn't, it actually doesn't <laughs> no, matter no, because going by the detail, you've got I Dave do, and I are moving over. Like, so. As I said, my grandparents live next door. I love living, you That's know, with, yeah, yeah, I love living with them, you know, and... Just so Maggie can give you a ball every now and again. Yeah, she does every <laughs> bloody night. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So no, I would say my family. I love living with my family. Brilliant, like brilliant. Me, truly. Brilliant. Well, Victoria... Thanks for coming in today and speaking with us. Of course, I really, know. Uh, appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I hope you've had fun. I have we indeed. Have Thank you, guys. No, it's a pleasure. Yeah, indeed.